Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. Oregon's down by 12. They're on the 45-yard line with no timeouts. Oregon's got an All-American field goal kicker. Why didn't somebody tell me? Bet with an edge. He'd find out the kind of inside stuff nobody else knew, and that's what he put his money on. He even figured out the different bounce you got off the different kinds of wood they used on college basketball courts, you know? Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. A friend of mine is very smart, said I've been very lucky with gambling. I've never won. All right, you guys are in for a treat tonight. Let's get the real deal on Cam Newton and the impact that Newton will have on the New England Patriots. Joe Ostrowski with you, Sports Radio 670, The Score. Joining me on the Alpamonte Ford Hotline, shop over 500 new and used vehicles at Alpamonte Ford in Melrose Park. One half of the bankroll boys, he hosts over under 98.5 on 98.5, the sports hub in Boston. Follow him on Twitter at Dan Lifshatz. How you doing, Dan? I'm good, Joe. How you doing? Appreciate you taking time uh, for jumping on. So you you got the Cam Newton news. I think a lot of people were expecting this to happen for months and months. I I don't want to hear what the callers think because, as you know, as a longtime producer, both of us, uh, the callers can be pretty dumb. Uh, (laughs) You're you're always ahead of it. You said it not me, man. You said it not me. <laughs> You're on the inside. You're fighting against uh, the people out there that think the Patriots are going to win every single game, every single week. Uh, what's the real deal? Tell me how this is going to work, and is he the locked-in week one starter? I actually don't think Newton is the locked-in week one starter. I've talked to a few people who have been aware of the situation for quite a while. I mean, you know, there's, there's a couple of people have been saying this is going to happen since March. And to be perfectly honest with you, I didn't believe them. I didn't really want to believe them either because I'm kind of all in on Jared Stidham and have been for the past year or so. So I kind of wanted, you know, it to be to be Stidham. But from what I hear, Newton is going to, you know, be there for real competition. It's not going to be handed to him. It's going to be legitimate competition. And I think that, you know, Listen, there's no real downside. The Pats are, you know, giving up, what, a million dollars in cap, maybe a little bit more. At the end of the day, I think that, you know, 
it's not going to be it's not going to be prohibitive to what they want to do, and they get to see what Newton has. Former MVP, you know, we'll see. By the way, what a beautiful move by the Patriots today as this comes out right right as they're, they're finding out that, oh, yeah, you're not going to get that third-round pick in 2021 because of what happened uh, with the Bengals. Listen, if there was a uh, master class in public relations, uh, Bill Belichick would be the master of PR because unbelievable that they basically – no one's talking about, you know, the city. All we're talking about is Cam Newton. And, it, I mean, the Patriots are well-versed in this, of course, as you know. So, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty much at the point where they knew it was uh, perfect, perfect timing. Uh, Dan, you said a moment ago you were all in on Jared Stidham, and it sounded like you were comfortable heading into the 2020 season with Stidham as your QB1. Uh, why? Well, I mean, I took a look at the division. I think Miami has – you know, improved significantly. I think, obviously, what Flores has built there is, you know, going to be, with, you know, with the arrow up. I, I like Miami quite a bit this year. And I think that the Jets are being overrated, not only in the betting markets, but just the betting public. And I honestly think that they're going to struggle again. I mean, you know, while I like Donald quite a bit, I think the coach, the organization, there's a lot of dysfunction there. And I personally am not going to be wagering any of my money on or, you know, any of my marbles on the Jets, uh, you know, this year. So I'm pretty down on them. And then, of course, the Bills. Everyone is super high on the Bills. And we see this every year from, you know, NFL fans. You know, last year it was the Browns and the Bears who were going to be unbelievable and make that jump to the next level. And then, you know, both teams kind of came crashing down, as we know, and, uh, I think that this year, that's the Bucks and the Bills. And obviously, you know, the Bucks might be a slightly different circumstance because, you know, they signed Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski, and maybe things are slightly different than normal there. But Josh Allen, to me, is not a good quarterback. And I know that there's tons of people out there who will disagree with me, but there's nothing that he really does that's impressive. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't hit your reads correctly. He doesn't make the short pass, which is, you know, just one of the most important plays. He's a good intermediate passer, but, you know, down the field, he can't hit anyone. Stephon Diggs is a big home run threat down the field. If he can't get any, you know, get the ball to Diggs, that guy gets frustrated. We saw it in Minnesota. I just, I don't have a ton of faith, and everyone loves Sean McDermott, the guy who got pantsed in national television in the playoffs by Bill O'Brien. That's not a good look for me either. I think they're everyone is significantly overrating both the you know both Josh Allen and Sean McDermott, and to me, it does leave the door open for the Patriots to win the division again. Well, I don't think they're going to be you know a Super Bowl contender. Everyone's saying that they're going to be a Super Bowl contender with Cam Newton. I don't think that that's the case. I think they have a legitimate chance now to win the division. Yeah, Josh Allen MVP bets are last year's Mitch Trubisky MVP bets. So yeah. what's what's the Patriots related? bet that we make you said that they could win the afc east you could still find spots that will give you plus money if you're to take the patriots to win the afc east uh is is there a future you like uh do you like a certain side to a win total what's the patriots related or afc east bet to make well i mean the total until last night was eight and a half which i had been you know pretty decently you know heavy on the over already uh, at nine, I think they're probably looking at a no longer valuable situation. I think nine is, you know, nine to ten wins is right where you kind of expect that team. And so and if you're getting nine or ten, 
in my opinion, it's kind of a throwaway. I, I think, as you kind of said, Joe, the best value bet for the Patriots at this point is to get the Pats to win the division at plus money. If you can find anywhere from a plus 130, which I saw is out there today, to even an even money bet, I think you're looking at, you know, a really, really solid bet that you can always buy off, you know, during the season if you really want to and, you know, take, you know, you know whether it's the Bills who are, you know, contending or, you know, the Dolphins who I think are a dark horse in the division, you know, you can always kind of buy off and maybe take the other side in a few games. But I, I really think the Patriots at plus money to win to win the division now is a pretty good value, especially with all the hype and everyone backing Buffalo. I don't like the Pats to win the Super Bowl, but the division is uh, has some value. Joe Ostrowski with Dan Lifshatz, 98.5, the Sports Hub in Boston. Uh, the Red Sox going to be any good this year? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they're not. I mean, it just just to put it simply, you know, when when the win, when the win totals originally came out, they were at eighty eight and a half. Uh, you know, my my partner oh. Joe uh, Joe Murray, who does yeah ninety eight five the sports uh, podcast in the over under nine eight five, he was on the over for the Red Sox, and I was like, no, no, no. So I mean, I you know we 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 strongly disagreed there and. Obviously, the win total moved from 88 and a half to 84 and a half down to 83 and a half. So there was definitely movement there. The, the Red Sox aren't built to be a legitimately elite team. Now their offense may keep them in some games this year. They may win, you know, 10-7 and kind of you know push that 500 mark. But I mean, their number one starters this year is going to be Eduardo Rodriguez. You know, no Chris Sale. David Price is in LA. Uh, and Rodriguez has never been able to hold up for an entire season. And now we're only talking 60 games. So there's a potential that he can give you, you know, number two stuff out of that number one role and, you know, give you some, just some good innings for, you know, the duration of the 60 games. But there's, there's no real consistency on the back end of that, you know, that rotation. There's health issues everywhere. Uh, the lineup, again, you're going to have to get a ton without Mookie Betts. I, I just don't think the Red Sox are going to be in a position where, you know, you really want to touch an over or a playoff bet on that team. I still like the unders there. Uh, Dan, we've got a lot of new betters here. I mean, hey, there's new betters everywhere. You deal with them out by you as well. And I, I use a segment to try and pass along a couple of le- lessons from some of the sharpest minds around. And I include you in that group. Uh, you are a winning better. You're an entertaining follow on Twitter. Tell, tell the people how long it took you to become a winning better and some of the lessons, uh, kind of like, the, as Whale Capper always puts it, the tuition that you had to pay uh, to become a winning better. A long time, Joe, a long time. I, it, it took me quite a while to become a profitable better and someone who can consistently, you know, churn that plus EV, which means, you know, being, you know, breaking even, being profitable. Uh, listen, the, the biggest thing that I'll tell you is you're just not smarter than the algorithms and the line setters that Vegas has. And, you know, whether it's Vegas or whoever's setting the lines these days, those guys have been doing it for years. They're better than you. They know more than you. They have better information than you do. And their computers and algorithms are better than yours. So the name of the game is don't bet parlays, okay? You're burning your money. Vegas doesn't give you options that are not profitable for them. So if you're a new better, parlays are a terrible way, terrible way to make a bet, okay? Parlays, teasers, and favorites. That's what Vegas was built on. 
guys who want to go in there and, you know, bet the Boston Celtics every night, the guys who want to go in there and bet the Patriots money line every night, you know, while it, it can be profitable to a certain point, eventually one last bet is going to lose you everything that you've just gained and then some. And then you're, you're already, you know, going from behind. So my lesson to every new better out there, don't bet parlays, don't bet teasers, and don't bet these big favorites every weekend, week out. You're going to lose your money and you're going to lose it fast. That's what these guys are known to do. They're good at their jobs. They're better than you. They're better than me. So, you know, if you've been doing this a long time, you know, parlays, teasers, and favorites, big favorites, just just avoid. Avoid. Or, you know, find the value spots for the favorites. You know, don't don't bet the Patriots every week. It's okay to take the other side. Trust me. Uh, that's excellent, Dan. And uh, I do want to follow up on one thing, the teasers part, because there are a lot of people out there, some people that kind of know what they're talking about. They swear by NFL teasers, only NFL. I'm not talking any other sport. I'm not even talking college football. You're saying that uh, we should not be betting NFL teasers anymore? I think in certain situations, two team six-point NFL teasers are can be profitable. I think you can probably find one two-team six-point teaser every week. I'd say that's that's where your profit, you know, with teasers can be. Outside of that, no, I don't think they are profitable. And long term, most people struggle with them. They lose their money, and they're they're not plus EV on them. So what I would tell you is, you know, maybe one, te- you know, maybe one teaser, six points, two teams. That's it. Outside, yeah. I think you're looking. You know, I, I think you're playing the fire. What's your best and worst bet to sport sport to bet on? Well, let's see. Uh, Surprisingly, uh, my best my best sport last year was uh, WNBA. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> WNBA is a sharp man's game. You got to get in. The, you got to get your line in early and often. And if you can give them out early, right when the lines come out. Um, you know, because the lines move quite a bit, then you do very well. So I, and WNBA and college basketball are my, are my two best. My worst is baseball. Um, you know, it, it, it's a constant grind every year, year in and year out. Some years it can be profitable for me. Some years it's not. I, you know, I try to do my best in it, but it's just, it's such a it's such a hard sport to bet because there's just it's such a long season. It's almost like five seasons in one season. So you're constantly trying to adjust what you're thinking and how you're thinking. And it's very, it's very, very tough. And the guys who are profitable at it are, you know, they're, they're the best. But uh, WNBA and college basketball, if you want some stuff, follow me on Twitter. I like to give it out and, uh, you know, I like to help out. Dan, what are you grinding on right now? Oh, man. There's a lot, um, you know, horse matchups really for me have been, you know, the, the go-to. I know that sounds ridiculous, but, uh, <laughs> you know, nothing to bet. Horse matchups have been, have been the go-to for me because I think that you can find some legitimate value in horse matchups. If you have a, you know, you, you'll see these matchups lined very differently than, you know, the actual race lines are, mat- are, are lined. And so because of that, you're able to find some good value on, you know, maybe a five to five to one versus ten to one, and you're getting you know almost even money. And so, because of that, I've been able to get some pretty good value on the horse matchups here and there, and I've been finding some good you know some good stuff there. South Korean baseball has been another one. I think if you're willing to wait for the line movement and you know wait for the lines that you would like, I think that it can be profitable in certain situations as well. But 
right now it's tough. I know people have been playing ping pong. They got burned out on that real quick uh, yeah. because, you know, it, it became very, very difficult. I, I know that people have been trying to bet marbles and all sorts of other <laughs> stuff. <laughs> you know, it, it, everyone, everyone's just dying for action right now. But I would tell you, if you're looking for something, you know, to kind of bet, maybe, you know, get some more education, kind of teach yourself a little bit. Look in the horse racing matchups. There still is some value on the board there, and they're not heavily bet. So, you know, you can usually find some good, you know, some good prices. Dan, I had a feeling that your response to the best sport was going to be WNBA since I follow you on Twitter, and you're right. It's a sharp man's game. Like, wh- why is that? Just because these are softer markets, not as many people betting into them, and, and they just move so quickly early? So, yeah, I mean, the, the WNBA is a small market, and so because of that, when there's legitimate money coming out on the side, the lines are going to move much quicker. Because when you have, you know, you know, when you have an NBA game, for instance, you're taking money on both sides from, you know, millions of different people. It's not that big of an issue. But when you get constantly hit by big guys on a sport, you know, on a sport with lines that are, you know, not getting much action at all, the, the lines move you know, constantly. And well, the market is growing a little bit. I mean, it definitely grew last year and, you know, hopefully this year will grow a little bit more due to the fact that there's not going to be, you know, a ton to bet on. Maybe we'll see what happens with the, you know, the resumption of everything. But I think that it's, you know, it's just a, it's just a market where big money moves things really quick because these books don't want to get beat on, you know, one side because if everyone's on one side one night, it's just a massive liability for them. And so they, they need to move these lines very quick. They don't want, you know, everyone piling on one side. Appreciate the time, Dan. Stay safe, all right? All right, Joe. You too. Dan Lashatz, 98.5, the Sports Hub. And you should check out his show. And just because you're not in Boston, they – it's in podcast form every single week. Does a great job with Joe Murray. So check that out at over under 98.5 on Twitter. Dan, Dan is entertaining. And if he thinks you're spewing a bunch of BS on Twitter about sports betting, like you're some tout out there, like you know everything, Dan will call you out on it. And I love every second of it. Nine o'clock hour, we've got Score Rewind coming your way couple other things on Cam Newton next. And man, it wasn't that beautiful. Dan, Dan mentioned at the time how Bill Belichick played all of us with the timing of the Cam announcement. More on that next. Sports Radio 670, the score in the radio.com app. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 